This is Wyman and Bob on Seattle Sports, powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Streaming live on the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Wyman and Bob Stelton. Welcome, everybody. It's Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports on 710 and seattlesports.com. Big show coming your way today. We've got Paul Moyer coming up at 3 o'clock, John Morosi at 5 o'clock, but we open things up in fine fashion. It is Thursday, and typically 4 o'clock is when the John Schneider show happens, but he's on a world tour right now. I think they actually have tour shirts printed up for the John Schneider world tour, and I'm not sure where he's at, but he's joining us now on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. Hello, John. How are we doing today, guys? How's it? Do you have a Do you have like a tour bus with your face painted on the side of it that says the Never Ending Tour or something along those lines? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a blast? <laughs> I'd love to tell you where I am, but I'm, we had a private workout today, and uh, yeah, it was it was fun. It was it was a great day, and yeah, we we're on our way back to the airport and calling in to do the John Schneider Show, which is you know the Duke of Hazard show, the kind of you know do my best Bo Dukin. <laughs> Oh, because oh, because John Schneider was an yeah, actor. On a, the, yeah. I get yeah, it. Bo Duke. Yeah, Dave yeah. was giving me a blank look line. there. I'm a little slow today. <laughs> he was. I was getting a blank look from Dave there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, John. Tell us uh, about uh, one of the things. I mean, you obviously prepping and and sort of narrowing things down. Um, and you mentioned this to us in the in the very beginning that how important the the medical meetings are you know as far as getting you know everybody checked out and things like that uh tell us kind of that that process and you know who are the who are the guys that you're you're most you're really relying on your on your training staff and and your doctors right yeah thanks thanks for asking because it's such it's 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 a huge huge part of our process and uh you know our scouts do a great job all the way through the spring and into the fall and trying to collect as much information as they possibly can and then you know, a medical staff, trainers, uh, Strick, uh, Sam, uh, Dr. Ed, everybody that's involved, you know, through the combine. And then, you know, all the information we're getting in on non-combine guys and, and prospects. And then, you know, the 30, 30 guys we're bringing in that, that um, you know, we need to get physicals on. It's a huge process, and uh, it takes a lot of time. You know, we uh, we actually had a three-hour meeting uh, last night. Um Grinding out the grades with with the with the medical staff, all the docs and everything, and and uh, great. Uh, you know, it always hurts when when um, you know we have to take guys off the board for medical reasons. Um, you know, but you know everybody everybody grades differently. All the teams grade differently, and and uh, you know hopefully some guys don't come off. Some guys will be on some boards, and and some won't. And uh, yeah, just real appreciative for for all the effort that goes into it. You know, like I said, we had that. We had that long meeting last night, and we got out of there and got up early this morning and jumped on a plane, and, yeah, headed back to the airport now. Hey, John, has the attention to, to medical become even more, uh, I don't know, more intense after the DeMar Hamlin situation? I don't know if that was anything that could have been detected early in his, his career or anything like that, but I'm just wondering when you see an episode like that, if, if that puts more, even more emphasis on, hey, let's leave no stone unturned when it comes to these guys in terms of everything we're looking at with them. So I'm sure that happens, you know, with, with in the medical community for sure. You know, at the combine they meet a ton, and you know they have their own meetings uh, themselves with the trainers and and all the docs and everything. And, and uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a huge emphasis on that. You know, we we've learned lessons all the way through. Uh, you know, we drafted Garrett Scott 
the tackle from Marshall a number of years ago. And, and uh, you know, unfortunately, he was, he was a non-combine guy. And, you know, there weren't, you know, that we didn't put him through the necessary extra, extra, extra tests that you have to do to, uh, you know, figure out the condition that he had. And, you know, it was, unfortunately, he was unable to play football again. And so, uh, yeah, I don't think, you know, it's, it's really – it's really never enough when you talk about the testing and the Im- imaging and, and uh, you know, the hands-on exams with, with, with the orthopods. Hey, John, uh, recently uh, just uh, the, the move with uh, with Ryan Neal and just, you know, you guys are always very uh, mindful about, you know, keeping the uh, the door open for, you know, for next year or down the road. Tell us kind of how that uh, that process went with Ryan Neal. Yeah, we would we would have loved to have Ryan on our on our squad this year. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, great guy, great player, great competitor. Uh, and he did a great job, to, you know, uh, working with the staff. The staff did a great job uh, developing him. Uh, you know, over the last several years, but, you know, unfortunately, uh, there is a process of free agency, and it's just the reality of it. Uh, you know, there's different phases, there's different consequences, and uh, you know. You're 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 always competing uh, as much as you can, staying in, in as many deals as you possibly can, and then you know figuring out what you can and can't do. And uh, you know we did a number of things to to advance our team and and help out as many as many positions as we possibly could. And did we lose you? Oh. We we had we had to remove the uh, tender uh, for Ryan, and uh, you know we ended up choosing to go to. Uh, to Tampa uh, for what he thought was a better opportunity. So we never closed the door. Obviously, you guys have seen that, and, and uh, you know, he'd be a free agent next year. Hey, John, one of, one of the interesting stories this week came from Drew Rosenhaus and, and talking about Jalen Carter, who, you know, we've talked about mock drafts, and there's a million of them out there that have the Seahawks taking them at five. We'll see what happens. But for an agent to come out and say, we're not speaking to anybody who's not in the top ten, is that I don't recall hearing that before. Is that a unique position to take, especially for a guy who you look at and say, you should be rebuilding your image right now, and there may be a team that wants to trade up into the top ten to perhaps grab you. So it would behoove you to speak to anybody, wouldn't it? You would think um, you know everybody's going to advise you know agents are going to advise their clients you know how they how they deem fit, and uh, you know obviously I'm sure a lot of people want to spend time with Jalen. Uh, and you know, there's only there's only so much time you have with these guys. You know, there's only a couple of weeks post post draft. I'm sorry, post combine before the draft to be flying around the country. And you know, it, it takes it takes a ton of time to, to set up these all these visits and uh, you know and everything. And you know, just even even our, our 30 visits we have, and you know, Kirk Parrish and and uh, Haley Holtz do a great job of setting all that up. And it's 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 a it's a process. So. I'm sure you know he, he you know Drew had a reason and Jalen had a reason for cutting it off at a certain point. Um, that's that's you know that's that's their prerogative. I don't I really don't have an opinion one way or the other on that. Hey John, with the uh, with the pandemic came the the Zoom meetings and that probably you know a little bit better. I mean you can you don't have to do them in person, but t- take us through the advantage of that that brings you and then you know what's the. What's the sort of difference between, you know, the people that you want to meet in person and look them in the eye or the, the video part of it, the, the Zoom meetings? Yeah, as, as odd as it sounds, right, the, the pandemic really helped us advance uh, the, way we, the way we interview guys. And, you know, our, again, our, our scouting staff does an awesome job at the All-Star Games, you know, sitting down with the guys and, 
and uh, having you know doing a Zoom interview and background interview, and then you know we thought we we try to get as many you know there's there's one they do at the combine that's that's not in a room that that's standard. They've done the same same thing for a number of years. Uh, you know uh, you know what's your favorite type of ice cream and that sort of stuff that they ask every year. So the, the agents coach these guys up. You know perfect for that one. But you also have. You know the 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 one that we that we film in in the suite, which is the in person one that you guys hear about all the time. And then, you know, it, it, it's awesome with the with the Zoom like where we're taking these Zoom uh, meetings with the coaches, because the the guys are just much more relaxed. The players, the prospects, are just much more relaxed when they're you know in their own you know apartment or house or whatever, and and you know just sitting there talking ball with the coaches, and and you can really kind of fine tune your questioning and. And um, you know, the, trying to figure out the answers that that uh, or get get the answers to the test that you, that you want from these guys, or that you feel like you need you need in terms of you know them fitting into your system and and uh, in our culture. Well, and you, you kind of touched on a little bit, John. But um, as far as the the agents, they're obviously coaching their guys up, right? Of what's the right thing to say. Have you been able to to sort of identify that part of it? Like, is that something he's just saying because he was told to say, or is that part of the whole kind of cat and mouse game? Yeah, absolutely. And to your point earlier, you know, when you're in person, when you're in person with the guys, you can you can definitely do that a little bit easier. You know, we had an interview today where we were, you know, kind of trying to figure out exactly what you're talking about and asking several, you know, question upon question and then, you know, getting to the truth of it. And, uh, yeah, you know, this, this guy did a great job today. And, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great point. You know, when you look at somebody in the eye and, you know, they're, they're, they're on the spot and, and um, they have to, you know, they, they have to be on, on top of their game. So it, that's, that's the best part of the in-person, uh, in-person uh, visits. You know, the, the Zoom part, I mean, we've, We've had, you know, we've made hard mistakes there too. And we interviewed a guy several years ago that was, you know, on a Zoom. Actually, it was the COVID year, and you know, he was, it was like he wanted nothing to do with us. He was just laying in his bed, like looked like he was playing video games or something. And like, you know, <laughs> light lights were all turned off, and we're like, this guy is not a guy, you know. And then he ends up going to Pro Bowls and stuff. So anyway, I guess, <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> Not that anybody can go to a Pro Bowl, but I guess to each his own, right? I mean, I don't, geez, I, I don't know what the heck this guy was thinking, but you know. Um, and then you have guys that are like, you know, totally into it, dressed up, or you know, want you know want them to say hi to their wives or their girlfriends and stuff. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I remember Jamal Adams had a thing where he had to have his bed made um, when when you uh, when the the press talked to him, like he was in a hotel room and he would actually make his bed. So you know that guy's trying, right? Yeah, exactly. No, you got you got to make you know you got to make make sure you're on your like you know you got to do exactly what you think you want. Like the the you know uh, perception is reality, right? So you got to get that out there. Hey, John, who's who's in the room when they're? I mean, who's asking the questions? Does it depend if it's an offensive player, defensive player? Maybe you've got a linebackers coach in there, or a quarterback coach, or is it just you and Pete? Who's who's in the mix when it comes to interviewing these guys? Oh, it depends. You know, it's a different situation. So when we're at the combine, uh, the sweet interviews, there's you know, it's, it's a rotation of guys in there. You know, obviously, you know, if you're interviewing a, a linebacker, you know, the linebacker coach, defense coordinator, Pete loves it. He's really into it. Uh, loves interviewing the guys, and you know, from you know, I think probably from you know, recruiting days right at USC, and you know, sitting in homes and everything, and, and, and talking to the families and everything. He loves getting to know the guys and looking them in the eye. And, so he loves he loves that part at the combine, 
Um, and then, but when we do the zooms, it's, it's usually the coordinator and the position coach, or you know, just the position coach. And it just really depends on the timing. I mean, we try to do these zooms with as many guys as we possibly can, and and we probably have these guys have done such a great job of it over the last two years now. We probably have like you know five, six, you know, video interviews of of, of guys. So it's you know whether it's all star games or you know uh, you know coming in the suite at the, at the combine or um, you know ones we do with the, you know, the coaches individually or, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a bunch of them. So, um, yeah, we constantly have them on too while we're studying in there. We'll, you know, we'll be in the draft room, we'll be watching players and, you know, there, there comes a point, you know, Dave, I know that's where you're watching film and it's like, you know, it feels like the day is never going to end. The game's never going to end, but uh, yeah. So we'll have those, those uh, videos of the, the interviews on and it's kind of cool. The guys are kind of talking to you and, you know, while you're watching them play and evaluating them. So it's a great setup. I think it's a, a great question and, I guess you know something good can come can come can can come from the uh, uh, COVID pandemic. Yeah. Hey, uh, last year Bob and I talked to Clint Hurt when he when he got hired, and one of the things he said, John, was that I have a very healthy respect uh, for the. Did person. he have his back with him? His what? Did he have his back with him? I don't. Is that, that, is that not the largest back you've ever seen oh, in your life? Okay. It, it was over the phone. Back, yeah. It was over the phone. We oh, couldn't see. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, you couldn't see him. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah it's, a, it's a huge, huge back in that guy. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. What's the best <laughs> thing about there. Go ahead. What's yeah. the best thing about Clint Hurt? Oh, he's got a huge back. That's that's awesome, man. <laughs> he's really intimidating, and he's got a huge back. Yeah. He, he is intimidating, but he couldn't be nicer. Uh, but, no, he was saying how he had such a healthy respect for the personnel department. And, you know, so when you go on trips, when you're in these meetings, I mean, is it – how much are the coaches involved – is and and the other thing is has that been different? You know, you've been different places like Kansas City and Green Bay. Is that does that vary team to team? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, you try to uh, you try to have as you know as many open walls as you possibly can. Uh, you know, and, and and we pride ourselves. You know, Pete and I when we got together in 2010, uh, recognizing the different places that we've worked in the past and. You know the the benefits of having you know direct lines of communication and and you know not having people's uh, feelings hurt uh, when you know opinions are stated and and uh, you know we're, we're we're getting there now. I mean we're we're to the point here. We have scouts coming in on on Tuesday night, uh, starting Wednesday meetings, and you know we'll be we'll be going through listening to all those guys again and and um, you know everything they learned from the fall and and uh, or I'm sorry the uh, spring workouts. And then uh, after that, we'll have the coaches in, and then uh, you know we'll we'll go to town, and Pete and I'll just sit in there, and then you know the night before we'll just be you know being there with my, myself, and my thoughts, and and uh, yeah, so you, you kind of get to a point where there's there's so much, there's so many opinions, and, and so many, um, and I'm just talking about draft prep right now, uh, so many opinions that you know you're getting all this information that's awesome, but at some point you got to like you know nail it down and and. Uh, and, and we're, we're we're getting close to that point now, so it's really exciting. But your to your point about playing, you know, we we really pride ourselves on being able to, you know, bust into a personnel uh, coach's uh, office and you know sit down and, and and chop it up with those guys for sure. John, it's probably different this year because you guys are sitting at five. Typically, you're you're down at the bottom of the first round, so a lot can happen in front of you. But I'm just wondering how often, if ever. You go into that room with it in your mind. We're taking player X. This is our guy. 
He's going to, this is what we're doing, done, done deal. And then things change at the last minute, whether, I don't know, he gets selected by somebody else or you guys just see somebody you didn't expect to be there. And all right, now we got to make moves. What's, is that the more common thing when you're at the bottom as opposed to, you're at five. I think you've got a pretty clear picture of what's probably going to happen in front of you. Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I think we talked about it earlier where there's no question at five, you have a little bit, you know, you have a, you have a pretty, pretty good feel for, you know, who those top guys are, uh, you know, in, in the general public's eye, I guess. Um, but you have to be pliable all the way through. So, yes, there's been a number of times where, you know, I've, you know, just snuck out to, you know, go to the bathroom or something real quick and come back and, you know, guy's gone. And you just have to be very pliable through the whole, through the whole weekend. And, and um, that's why when our board is set, it's set. And we just keep moving through, through the weekend. You know, like you would, like you would think a coach would set up a game plan sheet, right? So, you know, if, if you know you have your 15 plays called or whatever, if you, your your different situations, we we uh, you know we pride ourselves on doing the you know working the board the same way, where um, you know we're 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 on to the next thing, and um, you know you you can't have your feelings get in the way of of uh, you know selecting good people and good players. Hey, uh, you know, we got a pitch clock now with Major League Baseball, but, uh, you know, you got a pitch clock there yeah, during the draft. That? I, haven't wa- I haven't watched yet. Are, are we it's, liking that? Yeah, we like it. It goes, the games go by pretty quickly. Love it. Yeah. Dave, Dave didn't like it initially, felt he was being cheated out of waiting. He wanted more no, waiting. I just thought less beer drinking time was what I thought. Yeah, I was going to say it cuts into it cuts into Dave's beer drinking time. <laughs> hey, so when I met Jim Mora the first time, he was on the the Chargers staff when I was drafted, and he told me that the the clock was like running down, and people were arguing, and you know, obviously somebody wiser stepped in and had, took another player instead of me. But what? <laughs> is, how how uh, has that ever been? Uh, have you ever had like a, a case like that where you know the the clock's running down and you know how how close have you gotten to that deadline? And just in general, you don't have to tell specific stories. Yeah, I was going to say it. Ha- it hasn't happened here. You know, last year we got into it a little bit with Kenneth Walker. Where we couldn't get a hold of him, but we have everything laid out. Where you know, hey, look, if you know if this happens, we're going here. If that happens, we're going there. You know, if we trade to this spot, you know, there's a good chance these guys will be there. So, you know, there's a, there's 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 different movement and in maps all the way through all the way through the board, and and that's why we we love the way it's set up and the way we've adjusted it over the years. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're gonna have your <clears throat> you know you're gonna have your situations where uh, you know you're 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 um, I don't know you know you're just like with with Kenneth right you know we were in a situation where we just couldn't get a hold of him and. And you want to be able to speak to uh, the players before you select them. I think a number of years ago, the Raiders selected somebody that, you know, um, had passed or something like that. So everybody was, you know, always in, you know, especially with Ron Wolf, was always like, hey, you know, you got to, you know, you got to talk to the person, you know, before you draft them in case something awful happened, you know. So, uh, um, yeah, I think the, one of the craziest things that ever happened, I was, I was in Green Bay and, you know, we had Brett Favre at the time and we had a need at left tackle. And, uh you know, it was a huge need for us at the time, and Ray Lewis was still on the board, and this was when you could call people and, you know, try to tie up their lines yet. And so uh, <laughs> uh, one of the guys I was working with, John Dorsey, was, uh, had called Ray Lewis, and you could see Ray Lewis with Drew Rosenhaus on TV with, you know, with the old phone that looked like you were calling in the bombers, you know, that big old. <laughs> yeah, the <Yeah>. brick phone. <laughs> yeah, the brick phone, yeah. yeah, the car phone, like you just ripped it out of the center console. Yeah, but anyway, uh 
yeah, so we called we had we were we had Ray Lewis on the line and um Ray at the last second Baltimore turned it in and selected Ray Lewis and we took a left tackle that didn't necessarily pan out. But uh yeah, you think about that, the Packers would have had the best offensive player in the league and the best defensive player in the league for probably what, eight, ten years or something. I don't know. Now, John, before we let you go, have you hit us with a movie line? Because I've been paying attention. I don't think well, you... It's funny you say that because I was just going to tell you I am starving. So we're going to get up to the airport and grab a, grab a steak sandwich and a steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Fletch. Oh, I thought we were going to have our texters texting. No, yeah, I it's us. we had a deal. It's, uh, I it's, we were, it's Dave and I. I thought, we were, it's like, I, thought, I thought we were in the trust tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That's, trust tree. That's, that's old uh, school. Oh. Is it? Okay, well, yeah. okay, you keep doing this out loud. We've got to keep coming up with it. <laughs> all right, well, all right do one more, and I'll let the listeners go for it. You <laughs> dumb. Oh, man. You no. know, I've, been going to school for, I've been going to school for the last six years. Yeah, it's called, they're called Doc. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay there, there we go. Back we'll, we'll let that okay. one hang, see if the listeners get that one. I thought Dave and I were competing with each other, but we'll let the listeners yeah, know. Let's all get on the same page here, fellas. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get it better next. Do it better next time. John, we we appreciate it as always. Safe travels out there, my friend, and we will talk to you next week. All right. Hope we'll see you in person soon. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Thanks, see you, man. All right. Take care, guys. There you go. John Schneider of your Seattle Seahawks. I thought it was you and I competing against each other. <laughs> well, I, you, in, get, you get excited. In oh, the 425 right. nailed his, his third one. Yeah. Do we want to unveil sure. there? It's Tommy Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Four two, nice job. Four two five. How's that go? It's something about uh, yeah. I've been going for the last six years. Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> Not many people go to school for six years was, or something like that. Was there a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, our thanks to John Schneider who joins us every Thursday, typically at four, but he's on the road. He's on tour and. He's in a very, very uh, secretive place today, not telling us where he's at, just checking things out. So if you missed any of that conversation with John Schneider or anything from the show, it's always there for you on the podcast page after the show at seattlesports.com. Just click on our picture, and uh, it's right there waiting. Click subscribe. That puts a big smile on the face of Dave Wyman and Mike Lefko. Makes him happy, and that's what we want to do, make these guys happy. So click subscribe. We'll come back, react to what we just heard, plus talk about a historic event that could happen for a Seattle sports team tonight. Night. That's coming up with Wyman and Bob. This is Seattle Sports on 710.